Welcome to episode number 198 of Tower Light Talk Podcast. This is Casey. And this is Chris. 198 episodes. Chris, we're super fastly approaching 200. We're going to have to come up with a giveaway or something like today. <laughs> right? I was I was thinking about that just just probably yesterday. Yeah. Like, I know that we're so busy as we are and it's just like I I think we've just totally forgotten to even think about this. So Let's 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 brainstorm and make some Taloids happy. That's it. That's it. So giveaway. I'm just writing it down now in my reminders. Giveaway is going to come. Whatever that looks like, guys, we will announce it probably on the next episode and then uh, do something on that on that episode 200. So get ready. We're very excited about it. So first things first, though, uh, before we get into what we're geeking out, we've got something called the Justice Con um, going into its second year. And basically, it's all things Zack Snyder. <laughs> um, the these three awesome ladies made it last year, and it was a it was a big success. So this year, um, even bigger. Uh, they're going to. It's an all virtual weekend convention. Um, it's absolutely free. We're recording this today on the sixteenth. It actually starts today, uh, but but it's going all weekend long. So. Uh, hopefully, and, and they'll keep it up on YouTube, so you can check it out. But we're gonna have stars such as Ray Fisher, Joe Mangianello, Harry Lennox, Ray Porter, um, Zach, and Deborah Snyder, a uh, bunch of different people, and it's really talking about his films. So you'll learn more about um, the newest one, even that we're, we'll talk about later, Army of the Dead, as well as you know his journey with the Snyder cut and all that. So. Um, pretty exciting that they're going to be doing that. Yeah, that sounds cool. Uh, it seems like something that's very contained, something that would always be kind of an online thing, unless you're going to do it for like one day somewhere eventually when when everything reopens. But interesting enough, um, I guess a little self-serving in my opinion, but I do like Zack Snyder enough to watch something like this. So uh, pretty cool. It sounds like a good lineup, and maybe I'll be checking that out this weekend. Yeah, and I well the thing is that's crazy is like he didn't do it like they right. were, they were like hey Zach do you want to do this and I guess he said yeah <laughs> I wonder I wonder how much if there is any kind of proceeds um, because oh yeah it benefits it definitely the, benefits, the suicide so. thing yeah that's yep. amazing yeah I almost I almost signed up for that the other day it's like you get one of the t-shirts for the characters. You get entered into these this really cool contest, and then all the proceeds go to the suicide awareness um, thing. So there's different levels where you get different tickets for that drawing, and you get a certain amount of number of tickets per level. And that that level is pretty awesome. Um, so I was I was tempted, but a little broke. But it's still going on. If anyone wants to check that out, plus we'll see what happens at Justice. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he'll have some exclusives uh, to auction off uh, for that. So uh, let's go into what we're geeking out on. Um, Chris, what what have you been what have you been geeking on lately? Um, well, I made the mistake of watching New Mutants this week. Um, I mean, nothing. Wait, you didn't? Wait, you didn't see it? I didn't watch it. It was finally free oh. on HBO Max. I had rented it actually with um, some of those Amazon credits, and then I never watched it. Um, so okay. Yeah, I was never really in a rush to watch it, but it, I was like, uh, watch, I'll watch it tonight. And, you know, 
even with low expectations. I it's just I didn't really like it that much. I, I think it could have been better, <laughs> um, but it was just it it wasn't really a great uh, film to watch. Um, but that's that's it. Besides running a toy store out of my house um, <laughs> and trying to trying to trying to do some fun things, uh, that's that's pretty much what I did this week. <laughs> That's not a bad week other than the new mutants. I it it was fine. You know what I mean? Like that's mm-hmm. it was a watchable movie. I liked it more than I liked um Phoenix, Dark Phoenix actually. Yeah. So it was a watchable, I guess is the best that I can say. Um as far as geeking out on, we have the last episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier today. So I'm very looking forward to that. Right? Wait, isn't this the season finale? No. no, this is number five. I think we still have one more week. This is oh, six episodes, geez. right? Oh, yeah, there is. Oh, shoot. Okay. Okay. So it's the climax. That's, that's happening. Yep. Today is um, the... Yeah. Let me, ask, I... let me ask a question to you, real quick, before I, oh. I continue to interrupt you about your geeking out. Go on. So, this, this, um, it's funny because every episode's almost an hour. You know, well, mm-hmm. we were watching half an hour episodes of wandavision so i don't feel like i think the content here is just as thick as as we're getting on wandavision every week even it's, though it's limited yeah i i think at first i was like okay this is this is okay i like it but i don't love it and then i had to think about it as a six-hour movie and you know what is what does that look like because i wouldn't know everything at hour three you know what I mean? And then the last episode, of course, was amazing. And I'm sure this one is in the next one. So, you know, when you look at it like a long form storytelling, um, then yes, for sure. Uh, this, you know, it's a good show. So I'm I'm excited to see where they take it. And especially since I know those characters probably aren't going anyway or anywhere rather. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how that shapes up. So um but anyway, let's let's get into the news, man. Absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about what's going on over at Marvel uh, this week, or maybe it was the late week before. I'm not sure. We haven't done a show in, in a little a little bit. So uh, James Gunn did confirm over the Twitters that Guardians of the Galaxy 3 would start filming this year, which is got plenty of time left this year to get going. And I, I'm sure a lot of these studios are trying to kick it right into high gear after COVID and all these delays, uh, especially Marvel. So uh, I have no doubt that we'll be seeing some fun stuff coming out of this production sooner than later. Yeah, it's pretty wild, too. Like he's, you know, he's going to be doing all the rounds for Suicide Squad. But um, yeah, probably start filming at the, uh, you know, back half of the season. So that's cool. Absolutely. And then uh, just a little another tidbit here. It's, it is a rumor at this point, but... Uh, we're all anxiously waiting for the next Spider-Verse movie, uh, which I believe is due out next year. Uh, but the rumor now is one of the characters may be the 90s cartoon Spider-Man. In fact, it's gone as far as saying that he is close to sending a contract, that voice actor who I'm forgetting his name. That's cool. I mean, you know, you want to go and do the 60s one. Like, <laughs> 90s is a lot of people's uh spider-man just like kevin conroy's is a lot of people's batman from those animated series so um yeah that's hey whatever they decide to do i'm sure i'm gonna be there and be excited for it 
Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, and I'm sure they're going to have lots of treats this time around, even even more than the first movie. So they got to they got to match that masterpiece. So can't wait to see what they come up with. But uh, let's let's jump over to the other side of the, the pond with some DC news. Uh, we did mention that Helen Mirren was joining the cast of Shazam 2 Fury of the Gods. Uh, and also Lucy Liu will be joining her as another villain in the film. No, no word yet on who they will play. But when they say Wrath of the Gods, perhaps we're seeing a much larger pantheon, multiple pantheons coming into this. Who knows? Uh, I'm excited for this movie. What do you what do you think about Lucy Liu joining it? Bring it on, you know. Uh, the casting has been solid so far. I, I've always liked Lucy Liu, so yeah, sure. I'm all about it. And then uh, we do have some more castings in other the other projects that are happening for DC, so let's just talk about them real quick. Uh, Bodhi Savangui, I guess. I don't know. I'm really bad with names, the name butcherer, uh, but <laughs> is joining Black Adam uh, as a key character in the DC canon, so uh, this 13-year-old actor is set to play a mysterious character at this point. Uh, it has not been announced who, uh, but we know that this movie is underway, and I can't wait to see stuff, you know, from it. Uh, this is this is one of my probably more anticipated DC films coming out next to Suicide Squad and the Batman, of course, which we've known for a while. But this is finally happening after a decade. Yeah, this is that's it, man. I'm 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 all in on the Black Adam Shazam verse or whatever they're gonna call it. So keep it going, man. I'm I'm all about it. Yeah, and then uh, Aquaman two, something that we have not heard much about at all. They did cancel the trench as of uh, a couple weeks ago, which was gonna be that spinoff. But we knew that Aquaman two would happen eventually. And we do have a casting. Uh, we have a Game of Thrones uh, alumni, at, uh, Pil- Pillow Asbeck. Yeah, Pillow Asbeck. God, can't people just have like John Smith? It might be like, like that. Pi Lu. <laughs> See, that's that's why you're here. That's I need I need help. With I mean, this I stuff. hey, I could be completely <laughs> wrong. I'm just throwing that out there. We're, we're we're very good at these names, uh, as you can all tell. Uh, but he uh, he is going to be joining. Uh, he he played Euron Greyjoy on Game of Thrones, uh, and will be joining the James Wan sequel. Yeah, uh, cool. <laughs> you know, I, I like him in Game of Thrones. Um, it's it's sometimes hard to get excited about the roles when you don't know who they're playing. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, great, like the actor you know tell me a little bit more and then i'll get more excited but regardless again like you just in general i'm i'm that's a movie that i want to see as well aquaman too exactly um and here's a little tidbit of news about the green lantern series uh sinestro has been confirmed for it in his green lantern role again uh, as there is a casting call uh, and that the character description for that character is available out there. So we know that at least one of the greatest Green Lanterns of all time will be on this show uh, as a Green Lantern before he goes to the yellow Sinestro course, I should say. Yeah, I'm um, I'm all about that. This is a thing, though. It's like, can we 
can we just get going on this show? I mean, you got one of your core people of all time. Like, I just wanted to please, please bring me this this series already. Exactly. It's just in a world where geesey things are thrown on the slate and then ripped off the slate unexpectedly. I just, like you said, I want to see some movement on these fronts. Let's not just talk about them. You know, it's great that we're having this casting call, but who's cast as Sinestro? You know, it's been a week mm-hmm. since this came out. So let's get, let's hear this stuff because yeah, it does make me a little nervous with DC. I don't have full trust in them. So whatever. Um, let's just hope that they continue with that John Stewart uh, narrative here with a nice spread of, of Green Lanterns in this show. It'd be, it would be good. So it is the core. Uh, next up, Legends of Tomorrow Season 6 is coming back on May, 5th, May the 2nd. And so our favorite time-traveling um, DC characters with plenty of antics are back. Um, a show I keep trying to get you to watch. Someday. Someday. One of the I last... catch it here because my wife still watches it. Someday. Good, good. good. <laughs> there are the there are some really good episodes and there are some good episodes. <laughs> that show. <laughs> but it's definitely the one arrow show that's you know kind of run the test of time, done its own thing, and it's been better for it, in my opinion. So Right, exactly. Uh last up in DC News, uh the long Halloween uh is due out this year. I apparently parts one and two. Uh, we got the trailer for part one uh, the other day. Uh, looks great. Uh, but then we heard that also part two is getting an R rating, which is not a surprise when it comes to these DC movies. It just is funny because part one is rated PG-13, and it looks like they're going to get super dark for uh, for part two later this year. I haven't read this in a long time. Um, this is a Jeff Loeb comic. It's fantastic if you guys haven't read it. So I probably will go through and read the graphic novel again before I uh, go back into the two-part thing. But since we haven't had a two-parter since, well, I guess Death of Superman is technically a two-parter, but yeah. the first part sucks ass. Um, but I'll say The Dark Knight Returns, which is like one of the best animated movies, period. <laughs> so good. So I'm, I'm excited to see how this is going to turn out. And Jensen Eccles. You know, it's great that he's voicing. Yes, no, 100%. Uh, so looking forward to that. Uh, check out part one, I believe, this summer. Uh, or yeah. maybe later this spring or something like that. Whatever time it takes place in, since everything is kind of slow moving these days. Thanks to COVID. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, let's jump over to that galaxy far, far away with some Star Wars news. Uh, not, a, not a whole lot going on. Uh, shows are in production, which is exciting. Uh, and we're getting Bad Batch on May 4th. But uh, looking forward to something that that has been rumored becoming to Disney Plus is now, I believe, uh, it's it's actually going to hit. And this is supposed to be kind of a surprise for around May 4th, I heard. But uh, Star Wars Detours, the old animated series that that went into the went into the archives after Disney bought uh, bought Lucasfilm is returning so we have the the dudes from robot chicken 
uh, doing plenty of their antics with the Star Wars universe. And the thing about this show is that it has a huge, a huge amount of episodes that are already filmed, uh, apparently. So it's not like they're only going to drop like 10 episodes. We're talking like, I think it was like 50 or something like that. So hmm. um, a lot of cool stuff here uh, with, with characters being played by uh, Dee Bradley Baker, Felicia Day, Ray DeLisi, Donald Faison, uh, Zachary Levi, Joe McHale, and so many more. Uh, so I think this is this. It's about time we got this. I did want to watch this when it was first rumored. I know you're not a huge Robot Chicken fan guy, um, but what do you what do you think about this coming out? I mean, I'll, I'll of course I'll check it. Um, I mean, yeah, I read here 52 episodes. Which is crazy. So in a, in an insane voice cast, like you said, I'm fine with that. You know what I mean? Like I I'm absolutely gonna check it out, um, and and just see what it's all about. Good May the Fourth. That's right. The more content, the better for Star Wars, especially when it comes to this stuff. It's good to have a little laugh. Um, but last up in Star Wars news. Apparently, Disney is reportedly releasing working retractable lightsabers. And so I watched the video on this. I've heard things like you can't really, you know, cut people in half with them. So I'm not really <laughs> sure the point of this is. But um, what do you, this is uh, something I wanted to I shared right away with a group so that our friend Moses, who is very much into lightsabers, could freak out. Um, but this is neat. I mean, we're halfway there, right? Yeah, this is this is good. You know what I mean? Like, this is one of those things where I definitely will want one at some point, especially hopefully by the time I go down to Disney, they'll have it. You know what I mean? Like, you can make your one for this price or you can make your retractable one for this price. And I'm sure that's what they want to do. So, yep, I'm all about it. Yep, and Disney just called me when we can actually use these in real battle. So, <laughs> anyways, uh, let's let's jump into our first commercial, and we'll be right back. Defet Comics is the publishing branch of Don'tForgetATowel.com, the only place to travel geekly, focusing on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. DFAT Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with DFAT Comics. Do you miss hanging out at bars with a friend? Cream, cream ale. Do you miss those two friends of yours that would always end up drinking too much, leading to discussions about political philosophy? If so, then we have a podcast for you. When they nuked the Capitol, you know, that was bad. I'm Aaron. And I'm Jake. Join us at the tavern for a pint, a few laughs, and some nonsensical discussions. I will say neither of us are constitutional lawyers. <laughs> a political podcast for the unencumbered political mind. Search for the Bull and Moose Tavern on your favorite podcast streaming service today. He managed to make Trump look good on something. It's like bad. We're back after that round of luscious commercials, and let's get into some comic book news. First things first, everyone's favorite Oscar Isaac-led 
TV series turned comic, which came from a comic <laughs> called Moon Knight, is um, is coming out uh, this July. He will be getting uh, a series from Alessandro Capuccio, and Jed McKay um, will be the writer on it, and just more of that great good time violence from Mark Spector and friends. What do you think about this? I I'm excited. I we had you know we had that interesting Jeff Lemire series that kind of really delved into a psychological thing more, uh, and then they had the huge epic Avengers crossover, which really established him as a super super powerful being in the Marvel universe, uh, really establishing that that Egyptian god, the god of death thing with him, and and really setting him up to be a major power player for people to understand kind of where they're coming from when it comes to the, uh, the TV show. So this of course is a no brainer, uh, to get them back in the eyes of the readers. I hope this is a, uh, not, not quite the Jeff Lemire story, uh, but something in between where we're getting definitely a good dose of real moon Knight uh, mixed with the fantastical side of, uh, what they can do with that comic. Hundred percent. Um, I just looked on TFAW. I don't see it there, but it should be coming because it's coming in July. So I think that's next month that you can order that. That's like correct. Three months ahead. Yeah, I so, just ordered my June books. Yep. There you go. And the cover, at least for issue one, is done by Steve McNiven, and that alone is worth the price of admission because he's just a fantastic artist. Uh, and then uh, Battle Chasers is coming back. So. Uh, Maduri Rea. Now I'm going to murder a name. Um, last year, or the year before, he did a game for Battle Chasers, and you got like a little bit of a story comic in that. But now he's coming to 20 years later uh, to continue the series on. He's writing it, he's not drawing it, uh, which is part of the problem from before is that it took him forever to hit any deadline and now he's more a game developer so um i can't remember who's gonna be putting it out i think it's oh it's i think it's gonna be image because i want to say image is the one who did it before so anyway if you were a battle chasers fan like i was uh years and years ago um now he's coming back yeah, that's that sounds really cool. You uh, you turned me onto that uh, back back in the day, and I'll be I'll be checking this out. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It was Wildstorm before, and then it turned over uh, to Image. So, yeah, I was like, I know it's Wildstorm, but there you go. Anyway, so uh, that's what we got for comic book news. Let's go over to crowd sorcery. Uh, first things first, I will let you take this one because I know you're all about it. Yeah, so this, it is not Mythic, Mythic Legions. I keep reading it that way, too, uh, for some reason. I it just, it's in my, it's like branded <laughs> into my brain. If you I, see the word Mythic, it's it's automatically Four Horsemen, yeah. Yeah, that's really good salesmanship, I think, that way. Uh, they've just branded that word completely. So, uh, this is not Mythic Legions. This is Mythic Battles Ragnarok, which is a uh, tabletop adventure uh, for two to four people, Uh it's being called a skirmish adventure game. Uh, right now, it's at uh, one uh, sorry one million five hundred sixty thousand dollars and blah 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 one and a half million dollars. All right, let's put it that way. 
they wanted a quarter million dollars. It's way past its 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 goal. Uh, it ends in three days, so you're looking at, I believe, probably around the 19th. It'll be ending. So if you are want to check this out, I'll leave the link in the notes uh, for you to back it. Yeah, uh, pretty pretty exciting. Uh, Monolith Games always does great stuff with theirs. Uh, let's see. MST3K is uh, going to be trying to come about again. <laughs> they were looking for $2 million, and they're already at $2.8 million. <laughs> so good on them. Um, I mean, hey, we used to watch it all the time. Then Netflix came back out, watched that. So it's like been a long time MST3K fans forever. And this is actually one of those things which I didn't realize, Chris, is part of Shout Studios as well is this. Um, so... Anyway, the gang's trying to come back together. Uh, you know, Felicia Day's going to be there, as well as Patton Oswald, as well as Joel and Mike and everybody else from before. So what does that mean? Uh, so far, they have enough money to do uh, about six new episodes, which is great. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah, the I believe the return, what what came on, I think, on Netflix, right? Yeah. Was kickstarted to originally as well to bring back the show completely so i'm happy to see this back uh, i've always watched this since i was a kid uh, so if you're sitting around watching free streamed cable at night i'm sure you're coming across this show in its glory uh so you know what it's about we know what it's about check out their kickstarter and make more of it happen yep absolutely and then finally uh, Marvel United is back on Kickstarter. Um, another game. Um, looking for three hundred thousand. Already made one point five million. Uh, this is another one of those card and and uh, miniature games, but it really looks like a lot of fun. I've never played the original one, um, so this is going to be hard to not spend my money on. Uh, <laughs> I have to figure this out. What it, you know, another one of these great games. Yeah, it's it's X-Men centric, right? Which is yeah, which is sorry, awesome. Yep. Um new new art and everything, I guess with the cards, which I always love. So, I, you know, it's this whole board game thing that gets me still. Do I have enough people to play with? the interest level to keep playing it with people, which would probably be my nephews. Uh, so it's just one of those things where I love, I love looking at these games, but should I pull the trigger? I don't know yet. I don't know. This is classic X-Men, but yeah, mm -hmm. I, I know what you're saying. <laughs> I know what you're saying completely. Um, so, so yeah, like we said, we'll, we'll keep all the links in there for you guys to go check out and fund yourself. Uh, over on TV news, uh, the Millar world is finally getting kicked off and we got our first trailer for Jupiter's legacy. Um, that series starts on May the 7th on Netflix. And honestly, I'm, uh, I'm here for it because Mark Millar is my favorite comic book creator. We'll talk about him a little bit more in a minute, <laughs> but, um, you know, what did you think of this trailer and will you get to watch the show? I do. I do uh, have a lot of respect for your not watching trailer things these days and the strength not to do that. Um, so I don't know how you do it because I, I try. 
I try not to watch these trailers, and I'm like, oh, I gotta watch the trailer. So, <laughs> um, I, I, I thought this looked really good. Honestly, uh, I'm really excited to watch the show. Uh, being a fan of the comics and and more from Mark Millar, so uh, we'll be talking a little bit more about the guy and his projects coming up. But uh, Jupiter's Le- Legacy uh, and Millar World on Netflix—it's been a long time coming. And hopefully this is just the start. Yeah, exactly. All right, so let's go over to movie news, which is a lot. Uh, first things first, F9, Fantastic Nine, Fast and Furious Nine. <laughs> Got a trailer that dropped this week, and I heard it's going to take them to space. I didn't watch it again. <laughs> I So here's the thing. I am a huge Fast and Furious fan. I There's eight of them. There's also Hobbs and Shaw, so there's nine. So you know what I mean? Like, do I need to watch another trailer? I know what these guys are up to. They're they're barely racing. <laughs> they're just literally flying now through space. Like that's it. It's become all the greatest parts of Dukes and Hazard, Dukes and Hazard, <laughs> but you know, in a in a movie form. Uh, I'll be there. Yes, yes, the the classic Dukes and Hazard. Um, Dukes and ha- Dukes of Hazard. That's right. Jeez, it's, it's where it all started. Um, <laughs> just, just the ability to race around in, in a muscle car and 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 do shenanigans and whatnot. So, um, yeah, this I was watching basketball last night. This trailer popped on uh, without without my permission, and I watched it. Um, <laughs> the um, all I'm going to say is John Cena is taking over the movie world and we're all going to be better for it. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, watching watching him in, in, in this and Suicide Squad and, and more. I do I do like him and I think he's going to add a good uh, a good character to this to this franchise from what I've seen in this trailer. It's interesting. Yeah, me too. And. I, I remember watching his WWE movies before everything, like The Marine, and I think there was one called like 27 Seconds or something, but they're both good. I mean, he and you know, since then, he's done a lot more things. Um, he's he's going the rock route just a lot slower. <laughs> like, Rock's already got a good 15 years on him or something like that, but, you know, I'm still, like you said, I, I like John Cena. I liked him as a wrestler, and I like him as an actor, so... I'm I'm there. Uh, Borderlands. Okay, so, geez, we got our villain cast, who will be Edgar Ramirez, um, who's he's been around in a lot of things. Um, he's going to be playing a character named Atlas, uh, which is one of the major corporations and gun manufacturers. So I like that it's taking a different story than the than the uh, games. And then I'm not going to read the whole plot. All I'm going to do is react to it. I honestly don't like it um, because of the team up. I really just, uh, the fact that they're not throwing in like Mordecai and uh, who's the, you know, the big guy who I, we keep forgetting his Brick. name. Brick. Yeah. I just, I don't know, man. What What is your thoughts on this? Here's my thoughts. Um, Monster Hunter, the movie, came out and looked nothing like it should have looked for me as a video game movie, hitting those buttons and stuff. And then I watched the trailer for when it was hitting on demand and, and VHS and whatnot, and um, it 
it had the cats and more stuff that looked like the game. So I'm not going to put anything, any kind of eggs in a basket at this point. These these characters could show up in the movie still. Um, it could True. they could be represented. Who knows? What I do like about what they're doing here is that they're setting aside the game world and the movie world a little bit and doing something different. So we're not watching the same thing. Uh, I I don't yeah. mind when they do that. You know, a little yeah. bit of a different story. So I will. You know, everything we've read, all these castings, I will stay optimistic about this movie uh, because I think. Eli Roth will do something really gross with it. So, I did. Yeah. And, and, and Lancia. And now we're going to say uh, Janita Gavankar is added as Commander Knox. You know, I, I love her. Um, and I like what she tweeted out, uh, which I thought was really cool, where she was like, you know, you know me, guys. Like, I'm going to be there giving it my all and, and really. Uh, paying homage to like the writers, the developers, the voice actors, the gamers, you know what I mean? And to me, I'm like, okay, I know there's a girl, I'm sorry, a woman there who is a gamer. Obviously, she's done enough video games at this point, characters and acting. And I think that I do think that she really would, you know, not just blow smoke out of our ass about that. So, and I, and I know like Eli Roth, like you said, I mean, say what you want to, I mean, the guy knows how to make some movies and, I'm sure he will be faithful. So that's all. The plot didn't thrill me, but that's just reading it. We'll see what it's like in action. Maybe I won't give a shit. Yeah. All right. Other casting news. Indiana Jones 5, which does start filming very soon uh, because he's not getting any younger, uh, adds um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. She will be the female lead uh, in the movie, which... Does it take place in the 70s at this point? I, you know, it's a funny question with that. Uh, I don't, I didn't read it as female lead. I read it as the lead uh, besides, you know, Harrison. I, I think that they're going a very different route than Indy 4. Okay, so I guess I'm, I just read the deadline uh headline <laughs> and no, no, no. for that yeah no you're it's probably just like the other you know kim cattrall or is it kim cattrall it's not kim cattrall whoever's in indiana jones too for the life of me i'm like it's not kim cattrall um i'm blanking on kate, and, kate capshaw yeah you know what in i mean it's just in the prequel movie you mean yeah <laughs> so <laughs> in those movies i guess just his co-star uh no, we don't we don't do that in the two thousands at all. Say co star? No, I mean we don't we don't throw a Kate Capshaw character anymore. You know, maybe maybe in the in the first movie, you know, where they're where she's a much stronger character, uh, and then they I, she her name's totally blank in my mind. Bring her back for Indy Four. Um, but my biggest issue here is like, are you going to have a lead, a female lead role who is the Indiana Jones character in this. That's that's what I want to see. We saw uh, we saw Mutt. We don't care. You don't right. know we cared about like this legacy thing they tried to set up in Indy Four. It didn't it didn't work out. People didn't like that movie enough. Um, and we're in a different era as well. Where I want to see a female archaeologist. So you're saying we might get a new Indiana Jones played by? Yes, right. Yes, that's that's what I'd like to see from Phoebe Waller Bridge. Be interesting. 
Very, very interesting. Um, and then Mads Mikkelsen, who's part of the Disney family at this point, and he's a fantastic actor, uh, is also joining the cast. So probably be the bad guy. Sorry to typecast you. And <laughs> then um, going back to Mark Millar, uh, we have Joe Cornish is set to direct uh, Starlight, not to be confused with the boy's character. Um, this has been an in-development thing for a while because I remember them. this was like, the first thing that they announced when Millar got bought out by Netflix, but apparently it's been um, kind of back and forth as far as who owns the rights, either Netflix or Fox. This is the thing. This is coming Disney. This isn't actually going, it's going to be a Mark Millar adaptation, but this is not a Miller Millar world adaptation. Mm. So he might get an executive production credit or something but he's not going to be involved in it like he is on uh jupiter's legacy because this is now a fox slash disney film eh, well hopefully you know these studios are taking more of the current day route with making films and allowing the creator to have more control over what happens in them because really those are the stories that we enjoyed the most and when these studios mm-hmm. bastardize that it just doesn't seem to work out very often yeah, we'll see. I mean, here's the thing. They did, um, uh, geez, what am I blanking on? Kingsman, mm-hmm. you know, but then he was there because him and Matthew Vaughn are, are buddies. So I, I don't, I don't know what this is going to be like. It sounds like Mark Millar's, the article was just like, best of luck. <laughs> it's a big production. But it worked. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. And then finally, uh, in movie news, um, Slumber Party Massacre, uh, which is a remake of the 80s slasher flick, is going over to Sci-Fi Channel, also made by uh, Shout Studios, or maybe Screen Factory Studios, however they want to call it. But, you know, it it was one of the original Roger Corman films. I like that movie quite a bit, actually. So I'm, I'm excited to see what this is even going to look like, um, especially in sci-fi of all places. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting to be a, a series, right? Is that what you're saying? Or is this a made for TV movie? I think it's a made for TV movie. Okay. That's good. Yeah. So, um, and it's, you know, there's also sorority house massacre, cheerleader mm-hmm. massacre. Are they going to be doing more? I don't know. <sighs> they, they keep bringing all these back remaking them yep. so it's that time um sci-fi seems to want to dibble and dabble in this in this stuff they're doing the chucky the chucky chucky show right so mm-hmm. hopefully you know sci-fi will 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 keep this stuff around or or actually come through with it but you know i don't have a lot of faith in that studio but who knows who knows yeah yep so Uh, let's take a quick commercial break and finish out the show. Need more context on your favorite movie? Is Obama. Obama. Senator Obama. Ever wonder why they did or didn't do that thing or include that scene? This is prime. Like, this is perfect quality entertainment. Check out Gutsy Media Podcast as my friends and I take a deep dive into everything from blockbusters to indie films. The weakest apple cider bitch beers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. That's Gutsy Media Podcast for everything movies. Hey, come take a seat at the campfire. You're not the only one who joins. I've got friends that come over sometimes, too. 
We talk about a ton of interesting things from geek culture. Then we cover some conspiracies or philosophical thoughts or monsters. You know, we talked about Bigfoot in one episode. It's a lot of fun, so come join me at the Campfire Chats, a DFAT entertainment podcast hosted on Spotify and other fine places you find podcasts. We are back after those commercials, and let's jump into some video game news. Uh, first up, from the ex-Witcher 3 developer, uh, we're getting a game called Gord, and it is described as part Witcher 3, part Frostpunk, and part Darkest Dungeon. So if you're a fan of any of those games, this might be for you. Uh, so uh, Covenant, it's a new studio, uh, which is going to be headed by Stan Just, who I said is you know former producer on The Witcher. Uh, we'll be making this game. It's an uh, adventure strategy game in a dark fantasy setting, uh, which I think you're a fan of strategy games, are you not? I'm a huge fan of strategy games. I I don't know what the hell this is. <laughs> yeah, I thought I came across. Huh. I was like, I bet you Casey would be interested in this. Yeah, this is uh, up my alley. Um, doesn't look hmm. Interesting. Doesn't look like we have a release date or anything like that, but we don't. No, okay. it's, it's 2022 just... sometime. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It just seems like it's, it's been announced. They're doing some work on it. Uh, let's, let's tell everybody it's by the Witcher three people. So they get excited about it. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Right. So that's uh Gord G O R D coming soon. We'll have uh, more details as they come about. Uh, but speaking of details, we do have some on the upcoming James Bond 007 game. Um, and so this is being made by IO Interactive, who did the who's who is doing the Hitman series. Uh, so that makes me excited, uh, even though I haven't played Hitman, uh, because I feel like, you know, as much as we get these these first person shooters and these kind of like call of duty as campaigns for james bond games i haven't found a james bond game that really locked me in since we were young lads playing goldeneye for what that was worth yeah i mean you you have the opportunity to do some cool things with this if it's third person especially you know what i mean like basically you just do a mix of goldeneye with a mix of um sam fisher those games uh which are blinking at me for some reason who what are those games again uh splinter cell splinter cell yeah yeah so you know what i mean like you're you're sneaking around you can run in blood uh, guns blazing if you want to I, I don't know so i'm i'm all about it um as a big 007 fan and and like you said that studio i do like the hitman uh games quite a bit exactly so Hoping, hoping for uh, more news on this. Uh, maybe some gameplay footage. Yeah. We'll get that sooner or later. Uh, we have a James Bond movie coming out this year, so it's it's time to release these things. Uh, so get get excited for that. Hopefully, hopefully it'll be something we we're we're anxious to talk about when we're playing. It. So, <laughs> uh, on f- next up, let's talk a little bit about Metroid. It's a little sore subject around here. Uh, I'm a big Metroid fan, and it's been too, too long since we've gotten a proper Metroid game since the Prime series. And we've not seen one on Switch yet. We haven't even, you know, Metroid 4 got delayed. Uh, But the good thing out there is that, you know, the fans are working on things for us to play. 
uh, if they don't get shut down by Nintendo uh, <laughs> for copyright infringement and stuff right. like that, which they love to do. But uh, Team SCU, uh, they're they're the minds behind Prime 2D, uh, which they've been working on since 2004. So this is basically a 2D remake of the classic GameCube, uh, the first Metroid Prime game. There is actually a demo out. Uh, I hope I hope it's still out. I put this on the on a new news notes last week, uh, but nonetheless, people love it. Um, Fourteen thousand people have already picked it up, uh, so I hope it doesn't make too much noise because I want I want to play it before it gets taken down. Yeah, yeah. I um, it's just like you said, it's kind of disappointing. You know what I mean? Like you, <laughs> like really. Like your main franchises are the ones that are the hardest to do things with. So Metroid desperately needs something. And I guess we are going to get some more news with that, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it doesn't make much sense. They're doing a lot of stuff for this 35 anniversary for a lot of different titles. And this is the 35th anniversary of Metroid as well. So uh, I would love to see them roll out something like they did for Mario. And I think they're doing it for Zelda. But... It must be just too much for Nintendo. Too much. Can't ask anymore. But uh, Metroid Prime 4 does have a little bit of news. Uh, they've they've hired a DreamWorks talented uh, talent as a lighting artist uh, who has also worked with Disney and Sony's God of War studio. So uh, this is this is neat. This is great and all, but. Um, I'm hoping that they're really going to deliver a cinematic experience with this kind of game. I imagine it's going to be probably made for the elusive uh, Switch Pro they've been talking about. So, probably. yeah, exactly. Any any thoughts here? Yeah, I mean, I would say that if you're bringing in a lighting person, you at least are going, just like you said, cinematic. And it probably means that they probably they probably have a bunch of stuff done, you know what I mean. So maybe that's a good thing. Like he's coming in at the end to throw in the lighting stuff. I will. I'm gonna. I'm gonna ride your optimism. Um, <laughs> Try and, and yeah, that's it, man. I mean, that's all we can really hope for is that they just come out in the next month or so and say, "Hey, look what we've been working on," and it'll be out later this year. Uh, but again, if don't rush it. You're going to have to make a good game for people to be really happy these days. So, um, yeah, I'm ready for more Samus. But until then, what what time is it? <gasps> I think it's the Pursuit of Plastic time. All right, toy enthusiasts and action figure hunters, it is time for the Pursuit of Plastic and let's jump right into it. Uh, there's, there's been a lot of announcements this week, a lot of fun toy news. But uh, this first one, as usual, things that I want but can't afford, coming <laughs> in at about $1,100. Uh, this this is Guts versus Zod, uh, a statue, diorama, whatever you want to call it, based on the Berserk series. Uh, this is a 1-6 scale statue, so a uh, pretty amazing thing here with with Guts fighting the demonic villain uh, Zod on like a, a snowy landscape with swords. And it's it just looks really awesome. But unfortunately, at $1,100, it's not going to be part of my collection. Not now. 
but <laughs> you sell everything you own. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it, it's a ridiculous amount of money, but it is also very, very epic looking. So for those of you who can get it and you're fans of this series, then yeah, this would be a showstopper. This is a great piece. Just like right in the middle of my living room. My lo- my wife would love that. So mm-hmm. make it happen. Um, next up, uh, Mondo released their latest Masters of the Universe figure this week. But unfortunately, it was more of a exclusive, very low numbered. I like to say remake in a way. Uh, I know that this is the way of things. Uh, they, they decided to make a Keldor figure with the old Skeletor body, throwing in a couple heads that should have been probably part of that Skeletor set to begin with, uh, and then charge people 185 bucks. It's sold out. It's whatever. I just, my question to them, and I asked this on social media was, where are the figures you previewed last year? Like five figures. I, I am ready to buy them. So, why are you giving us Keldor, which I'm not going to spend the money on? But I digress. Um, they do a great job with these figures. I'm just going to be whining about it because I need I need more of those. Yeah, it's like you said, it's a weird one to not have just thrown into um, the Skeletor. You know, just throw that head on there. I mean, you didn't, you didn't do anything for me, so... Yeah, it's weird. Anyway, for you who got it because it sold out, uh, congratulations. <laughs> That's it. It was a quick run and uh, no exclusive this time, which is usually something they do with an extra piece. But this was exclusive enough, I guess, and elusive for some people. So, uh, next up, Mezco news. A couple of five point sets came out uh, over the last couple of weeks, which was a real push for this series. Uh, we were kind of hinted at a Superman something one day. Uh, we we assumed it was that remake of the figure that was coming out soon, but it ended up being a five points box set based on the Fleischer cartoon, which is pretty cool. Uh, the pricing was kind of crazy to me at first, especially if Mezco's charging more than the fan sites and then t- shipping on top of that. It just It didn't make a lot of sense to me. So... Um, but if you're you're a fan of this stuff, it's it's a diorama. It's the figures, you know, five points of articulation is as as the name of the series is called. Uh, but what do you think? What do you think here? I mean, the next two items, like they're cool. I'm just not a big fan of five points of articulation. I just I never have been, even as a kid, even though. Like you, you release a Fleischer one six scale, like or one twelve scale, uh, rather. I'm there. I'm totally there for it. Um, same thing if you did something weird with these, you know, the next figures. But eh, just for me, I, I like the look of it, but I don't like it enough to own it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I should have just mentioned the other two. Uh, they are releasing a Destroy All Monsters two box yeah. set uh, with Godzilla and all his friends including the son of Godzilla, which is awesome. It almost makes me want to buy it. But um, yeah, I just, these look good. Now, yeah. the articul- it's just like you said, I, I'm i not somebody who likes to go backwards my, with my articulation unless I'm buying vintage figures, which where they belong. Uh, this new 
four inch Marvel Legends series of five Poa ones are very it's very mind boggling to me where they they're going back in production style. They're like, all right, we'll feed we'll feed this animal, uh, these fans who want it. But for me, it's just like you're charging the same as you're charging for something that's 25 points of articulation at that scale. Are is this just is this just a money maker? I I have some issues with it. Yeah, that's that's my greater problem. It's just you're just kind of doing it as a cat grab, in my opinion. Exactly. I don't feel like these these four inch series last for that long. They don't put a lot of energy into them, and they just they're not long lasting enough for me to be like, oh, I'm gonna try to buy all of these Marvel figures so I can have a whole collection of them. I just I know your games has bro. Anyways, <laughs> um, Mezco. Mezco's five points. Uh, I'll leave both of the affiliate links for Entertainment Earth up. You can order all of them today if you like. So um, we were treated last week to Hasbro's Fan Fest. It was a smorgasbord of action figure announcements and news from Hasbro. Uh, but really one thing caught our eye, and it was this transforming Optimus Prime. Transforming on its own now, mind you. Uh, so... Judgment Day is here, and <laughs> and um, what do you think for seven hundred bucks? Uh, I'm not spending seven hundred dollars on it, though. And my friend made a very good point. Who did buy it immediately? Uh, it's going to be worth double, if not more. You know, like, and that's it's still available, right? I think it is. Um, I don't know. Do I want to flip it? Because really, that's that's what it comes down to. <laughs> I don't need it, but it is very cool. And it would be cool for me to see it in action in, at someone's house. <laughs> That's the thing. It's just, is it mass produced? This isn't a HasLab thing. So it's not, you know, I, I'm always on the, I lend, I lend cautious, op, like cautious, be cautious when it comes to this stuff, because um, I don't, I just don't trust these mass producing companies to, to make collectibles that are, um valuable but buy it flip it if you can or just enjoy transforming it over and over again and driving your dog nuts so up to you you. (laughs) uh last up this was announced as of yesterday uh we are getting a hot toys ahsoka tano from the mandalorian so rosario dawson likeness all of that samurai fighting goodness uh and the deluxe set comes with a grogu figure as well so they're taking that Grogu from the Mandalorian box set and moving them around a little bit, <laughs> making sure that everybody gets their favorite mini Yoda. Uh, I um I'm on the Hot Toys, uh, no no fly list anymore. Uh, I unfortunately have to step away from collecting those for a little while. But what do you think about this this set? Did you like the look of this Ahsoka? I do. I want it. I just don't need it um but that being said the only reason why i wouldn't get this one is because i'm sure she's gonna have other looks for the show uh when she gets her show where you know i I, rosario dawson's a beautiful woman and i guess i could have a collectible of her in this uh alien form but i want to see her like smiling you know what i mean like sometimes they get these faces like the black widow faces are always like so like mean looking and i was like when did they do this one time you grab this screenshot like 
Why isn't she smirking in her like clever evil smile that Ahsoka does, which is why I got the Clone Wars figure. It looks great. And and to me, like that's the superior Ahsoka figure at this moment. I'm sure later on I, I might get a Rosario Dawson one. <laughs> yeah, you, you bring up a good point there. Uh when when Mezco's sending me six heads with my with my god, my Gomez of Death figure, I just I'm just a little perplexed sometimes that Hot Toys doesn't give you one one alternate head for as much yeah. as you pay for these figures. Um, it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me. And you're right. It's just like, why do I want the like sitting on a toilet face? You know, I it just doesn't. A lot of them are such blank expressions to me. Yeah. Um, that it just doesn't do anything. It's just okay. I'm gonna pose it as is every time uh and at that level i expect more i guess i i don't feel like i don't feel like i'm wrong saying that uh especially when it comes to a head sculpt it just so much more dynamic posing and 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 use of of your action figure if you had an alternative look well it's like you did it with that batman the christian bale man you, you're giving me multiple heads or at least multiple faces to insert. So, you know what I mean? Like you can do it and you can do it at that price point. So that's that's where I'm really just kind of annoyed by the whole thing. Exactly. But that's nothing we can do about it at this point, except for re- send them a bunch of emails and questioning these things. Oh, so many of them. That's, yeah. that's it. I have to get right <laughs> to work on that after this show. So uh, look out, Hot Toys. We're coming for you. Uh, so. Casey, where can you find us? You can find us at DFAT Entertainment, all one word, dot com, on the social medias at DFAT Towel, and wherever you consume your audio everything. Uh, we're, we're there. We're, we're all over your inner webs. Uh, so check us out there. And uh, if you like what you hear, leave us a rating, review. I haven't said that in a while, but you should. Uh, it does help. And. Um, yeah, this is Casey saying go go out there and read some comics. And this is Chris saying don't forget a towel.